In this episode, I'm talking with Dennis Olick about customer success. We're discussing why this is way more than just client support and which business types benefit most from it. Of course, we are also talking about his personal way and what he learned along his journey in software-as-a-service startups. Have fun and welcome to the Online Marketing Cabin. The Online Marketing Cabin is brought to you by Impside, Europe's biggest WordPress agency. If you run a website or online shop or are in need of a WordPress or WooCommerce plugin, Impside is your go-to agency for solutions on an enterprise scale. Dennis, great to have you here. How are you and what keeps you busy? Yes. Hi, Markus. Um, yeah, I always feel very good when we uh, hear from each other. <laughs> But uh, joking aside, I'm uh, yeah, honestly happy to be here and um, to, be, to be part of your new format. And um, yeah, as with many others, the last few weeks and months, I've been uh, Where it's have been very hard with two young kids as it feels like someone else has been ill and off since uh, October. Um, but um, I think you don't, um, you, you know that. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I have to even thank you. Uh, thank you uh, even more to be here and attend in our show for our listeners. Uh, Dennis and I are uh, ex-colleagues from a couple of years ago and have been in contact since and followed each other in our different positions. And we try to um, record this podcast in the last weeks and months and all the, all the time one of our kids have been sick or our calendars have been full. So It's a really good thing that it happens today and we have found time uh, to talk about customer success. That is the topic uh, you brought with uh, you today. Um, why is that important for our listeners? What do you think? I think, um, or better, I believe uh, success is the, is the new sales for me and uh, that will become more and more um, relevant uh, for, the, for the companies out there. Um, because uh, customer success can unit um, product-led growth models in companies and also sales in a great way. And um, because customers uh, no longer want hard sellers, um, but people who show them added value and support their businesses. Um, yeah, and in addition, in times of economic crisis, inflation, layoffs, and so on, the topic of um, Customer loyalty is becoming more and more relevant and new customers no longer um, uh, fall from the trees and uh, you have to retain those who are there more than mm. ever. Right? Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. And you take that even to a next level in the company where, uh, where you are uh, today, perspective, right? right? Right. So, And at perspective, you don't even have a sales team at the moment. Yeah. At, at the moment, not, but uh, we, we build it up now. Um, but um, I think that could be a topic uh, yeah, for later. Um, it's very interesting. Absolutely. You, you've built a good cliffhanger here. We will talk about um, what you're doing in success or in customer success uh, in a couple of minutes. Before we jump into that topic more, um, we would like to love Uh, to, to know you a little bit better. So um, to do so, we play a little game called uh, Two Truths, oh, One Lie. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, have you prepared um, two little lies and one truth? No, 
We, uh, yeah, we can we can two try it. One lie. I, I was. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we can try it. Okay. <laughs> okay. What are your facts? Okay. Um, my facts. All right. Well. Um, okay. Number one is I used to be a policeman. Number two is I almost become a car designer. And uh, number three is I uh, realized very early in my life um, on that software marketing and social media are really my passion. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll write it down so I remember it uh, through our talk. Maybe you leave some hints here and there on what is, what are the truths and what is the lie. Um, and yeah, let's jump to where you are today. Um, you're, um, what is your position exactly in where you're working and how was your career path to where you are today? Yes, um, today I'm uh, the head of customer success or the head of success at uh, Perspective. And um, my, my main job uh, is to lead the support and customer success teams. In uh, particular, customer success is in the in the process of being built up alongside a sales department. And um, I would say that my job right now is to achieve product market fit for these different areas. And um, yeah, how how did I get there? Um, I think um, it uh, it it was a little bit lucky, um, and I more or less slipped into this industry. And um, I only wanted to work as an intern in the in the agency where we both met us in um, 247 uh, Grad. Um, this was an agency for social media um, in, in the early uh, 2010 years. And um, yeah, and at the time and now it has led me there. And um, I, I moved on to, um, to, to Dirico, a software uh, startup um, for marketing and communication and um, built there also the, the success department. And um, yeah, and then I uh, move on um, to, a, to a SaaS startup um, also in the marketing and communication area in Berlin um, named Contentbird. And um, now I uh, joined last September um, Perspective. Um, we we built an, um, yeah, a mobile funnel software where you can build mobile funnels, but um, more on this later. And um, yeah, that's how it is uh, in life. Sometimes when you when you develop a passion, you slip into uh, something, and uh, mm. yeah, then it it works. Mm. You you said one thing: uh, develop a passion, um, and that is something which uh, I can definitely underline. What is uh, visible if if uh, if anyone follows you, for example, on LinkedIn, where you're pretty active and write about customer success or do you call it customer success or only success? I think you often call it only success, which says a lot already, right? Yeah, yeah I um, often um, call it um, only success um, because um, in, in my opinion, customer success is company success. Um, and when we when we make our customers successful, the company is uh, also successful. And um, when we when we gather feedback from our customers, um, that is very important for us um, as, as a company to, um, um, to to make a further development. And um, because of this, success is is a um, is a greater topic. And um, we 
we um yeah we we are the with a success department we are a great pillar in our company um support sales and um, also the uh, these retention topics of customer success are all owned from this success department hmm. so it works hand in hand and has an influence on overall company success and that is what i wanted to say before um with a comment on your passion because when i first met you um you were pretty busy in like supporting a software as a service product and basically acting as customer support and being reactive and like creating tickets and fulfilling client demands and support and yeah let's let's say being a firefighter on 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 the customer support issue but it switched over time and it's very visible um if if anyone follows your linkedin and content where there has been a switch in the last decade from being only support and reacting to tickets in actually creating or creating success for the customers and through that for the company um i think that is a, a big change in yeah in between classical support and customer su support nowadays like you described with more responsibilities on customer retention and even sales responsibilities um right. Yes, and what um, what you mentioned, um, I think, is the the greatest difference between um, customer support and um, and real customer success. Because customer success is a very proactive function and a little bit more sales driven and numbers driven. Um, and um, yeah, one 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 important um, topic to to get um, successful as a company and uh, customer support. Um, that's the difference between this is only reactive when, when a customer, for example, um, have a technical question um, or any issue with a software or any bugs or feedback, then um, the, these customers reach out to the support team and the support team uh, reacts on that. And um, customer success um, are very more proactive, um, very data-driven, and have different um, trigger to proactive uh, reach out to these customers. No? Mm. But if customer success work nowadays differs from classical support, you said uh, you they are more data-driven, they also focus on being proactive, Is there a difference in, in the mindset or how you work in classical support versus customer success? I think, um, yeah, in in the, in the customer success, um, you need a little bit more uh, entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah? You, you need to be more proactive, more... Um, You need to meet. You need to do um, more more analysis of, of numbers, and um, you have to uh, validate different cases. Um, yeah, and um, you you as a person needs to be very very proactive in all you do, and um, that I think is the is the most important most important um, yeah mindset you need for this position. Um, When we when we hire, for example, customer success representatives for our team, um, we we don't um, 
have a look on on support um, um, managers, for example. Um, but we we look on um, entrepreneur and residence profiles and uh, business development profiles. Um, these people are from the mindset, um, yeah, very very good for these customer success positions. Mm. Um, so we have now clarified, like, what's the difference between classical support and customer success? There's a difference in mindset and what these units achieve. Um, what do you think um, for which companies is customer success uh, a good thing to to create? Um, I think um, customer success is a is a very good thing for especially for uh, SaaS companies, software as a service companies, because of their um, subscription business model. Yeah, because when you um, when you have a subscription model. Um, the the whole um, customer retention um, topic is more important because um, you need to retain um, these these customers um, to to grow in, into um, greater um, revenue areas, yeah? and um, that means that we in a subscription model have um, recurring revenues and um, a customer um, usually, um, yeah has one year contract and um, he can uh, uh, turn after this year. And therefore we as a customer success department or customer success managers um, are really important in this case to retain these uh, customer relationship. Uh, and I think that works only for, for recurring um, revenue models. Um, for example, um, when, you, when you have a, a subscription with uh, Netflix, for example, it's the same. Yeah? Um, and um, you need always to retain this. Hmm. I think it also plays a role that you have as a SaaS business, kind of a suit where you collect a lot of data, right? Because you talked right. about data-driven uh, business or decisions. Uh, can you explain that a little bit? Um, yeah, first of all, um, in our company, we work um, according to the OKR method. And um, there are company OKRs that are valid for, for one year, yeah, for, for actually for, for the whole um, 2023. And um, then we have um, also department OKRs and that are defined per quarter. However, these must always be aligned with the, uh, with the company OKRs. And um, we track the status of these OKRs automatically and discuss them every week in our team check-ins. Yeah? And um, that is very important um, to, to reach our goals. Um, but um, we, we track super ordinate according to the, to the, to the pirate metrics. Um, the pirate metrics are acquisition, activation, retention, referral, and revenue. And, um, Success has been working along the journey so far, especially on activation and retention. And if we are good in, in these both topics, referrals and revenue will follow automatically. And um, on the other hand, um, our most important KPIs in, in our department are um, the net MRR retention rate um, and also the trial to paid activation rate. Um, The trial to paid activation rate means um, we have a um, self-serve model in place. So um, you as a customer 
um, um, come to our uh, website and um, can subscribe to one of our plans um, yourself. Uh, and um, you have a 14 days trial phase, 14 days trial phase. Uh, and um, after these 14 days, um, you can uh, you can turn uh, or you can uh, move to 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 a paid plan. Uh, and um, one of our most important topics in this uh, success area is that we move these trial customers to paid customers. And um, when we get a higher activation rate, that is very important for our uh, company growth. Uh, and um, another one also in this activation rate is that we that we that we track um, upfront sales. So there's one person in place in the onboarding phase um, who um, reach out to to new customers and try to uh, sell them um, um, yeah, attractive plans, for example. Mm -hmm. I think that is very different from classical support. Um, trying to uh, get these trials into paid customers and happy customers because like there's this proactive element in that you have to reach out because when you have a self-service product which has a trial people can register and try it out by themselves where do you come in place to give them a good experience or to help them or to convince them that your product is good do they have to have some incident where they reach out to you or do you have other possibilities to get in touch um, we defined different uh, triggers for us no? and um, that means um, for example when a customer um, used 80 percent um, of its contingent no? then um, that, that is a trigger for us because when um, when they um, reach 80 percent of their contingent um, our our trigger is to upsell them on um, on more contingent no? and um, That is one trigger, but um, there are different triggers. For example, we um, we developed um, a customer health score. A customer health score um, collects um, different product metrics. Um, for example, when was the last login? How many web sessions does the customer have? Um, which features um, are in in use? And um, we collect all these metrics in this customer in this customer health score. And when the customer health score, for example, is red, then um, in in our logic, um, the customer is um, there's a churn risk. No? And um, when it's yellow, it's concerning. And if it's green, there is um, there is a happy customer and um, maybe the potential to um, to sell them up on a on a higher plan for for example. No? And um, these are two of our um, um, most important triggers. That's really awesome. So you're actually doing a scoring based on behavior and success in the platform, which you can measure through data. And then you perform like a consulting service for the clients actually and reaching out and being like, I mean, I, I say it in simple terms. You see it's yellow or it's red and you reach out and say, hey, something's not working for you can we can we uh, talk about what is not uh, working out where your problems are or can we help you in other ways right, First, right for, for for every uh, for every trigger we we defined um, there is a different strategy to get um, this customer on on the point um, where we want to have them and um, yeah but but um, all in all so does it work yeah 
what what I really like in that is, I mean, you said upsell or you said like getting the getting the customer where we want to have them, but actually it's not like you sell something for the purpose of selling. You actually like your the name of your team implies you're actually trying to create customer success. So because if clients are successful, they stay with your tool. It, it's not like selling for the sake of selling. You're just creating the, uh, a, a good experience for them. Yeah, genau. Yeah, we, we really want um, to, um, to generate value for our customers. And then um, the logical consequence is that uh, they um, uh, book a greater plan um, um, of perspective, right? And um, yeah, that is important in this uh, customer success area. And uh, the difference between um, uh, sales. No? Mm. Uh, I want to emphasize a couple of things here. First of all, but that's because I know you personally. I know you really care about your customers and you really care about clients. I bet there are a couple of people out there, especially in the SaaS world of scalable products and companies. And I know you are uh, incredibly successful at Perspective at the moment. So you're doing the things right. But I think there are people out there which, yeah, say they are customer success, but just want to make a quick buck with their SaaS model. Um, and that's definitely not true uh, for Dennis. So if you want to um, if you want to see a true customer success advocate, I recommend it the third time here now. Uh, follow Dennis on LinkedIn uh, and see what he has to say because he really cares about customer success long before it was called customer success. He, he cared when it was still called support. Um, so this is really, uh, really something that, uh, that is a, a, a great story that you're actually creating. Um, yeah, good experience for your clients here. And I think for the business model of perspective, what, what our listeners maybe should understand at that point with that funnel builder you do. So it's a page builder or a, a landing page builder for mobile landing pages. If your clients are successful, they have a positive return on investment. So they pay you to have that page builder. They build landing pages and with that landing pages, they earn money. So if they wouldn't earn money, they would not book a higher uh, plan at your company. So um, I think that differentiates a lot from subscription models like, yeah, let's say Netflix or whatever, where, where the, the product or the service I'm booking is just uh, uh, something I use, but I have not a positive return on investment. So it's actually, yeah, an investment product you have or investment service you're offering. And that is uh, quite outstanding. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because you can um, you can you can show uh, the customer the return on invest and, and and their own success. And that is very important uh, for me as a as a customer success leader. Um, because in, in 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 other business model, it is quite different um, to to show them real value. And um, yeah, here we we have it. Yeah. Actually, one of my uh, biggest challenges in, in B2B enterprises uh, to, to show that uh, return on investment, it's not that it's not there, but it's buried under so much uh, complicated um, structures of the product or services we sell, where it's not so easy to directly show the impact of, of a certain uh, 
um, service we sell. Um, you said um, you can reach out and help customers when they're yellow or red uh, marked in, in, in your score. Um, but you also said like you actually working on finding a product market fit. So is there uh, also the possibility to get the feedback of those clients uh, back into the product or into your customer success strategy and how to improve through the feedback you, you get? Yeah, good question. Um, at Perspective, customer feedback is um, extremely important to us. I know um, everyone uh, says that, but um, in, in our case, it is, it is the truth. Um, with 4,000 uh, customers, we, we, we can't focus on individual feedbacks. Yeah? And, um, but um, therefore, we, we have to collect um, this feedback very well. And uh, currently, we use a tool um, uh, which is named uh, Product Board. Product Board is a, is, a, yeah, is a product feedback tool, but um, something more. And Product Board actually is our central customer insight hub. And um, all the customer feedback we get from our um, Facebook community with uh, 7,000 members, um, from our support chat with um, 100 uh, support tickets every day, and also from emails from our customer success um, um, team members. And, and all these phone calls uh, we do in the, in the company, all this um, feedback um, is collected there and um, tagged with a, with a um, defined tagging structure. And in this way, um, we, uh, we can filter this feedback in our product department. And um, we always know who gave feedback on what and what is the, the highest uh, priority for us in the, in the, in the product development. So, um, I think that is a really great process because we um, we only work on on new features, for example, um, which are really important for our customers and um, um, and not uh, something um, um, what is only in our mind and um, and didn't help the customer. But that sounds now all pretty optimistic. Like, okay, you can measure everything, you can reach out proactively, you get feedback from your clients, then you incorporate that in your future roadmap. Um, I think not everything is so positive in, in yeah, daily operations like it is everywhere. Um, what are the challenges, typical challenges of customer success, success you have? Yeah, the, the biggest challenge um, we have right now is to prove that um, these personal touch points we now uh, implemented in perspective can uh, continue or or boost our scale um, of our business and uh, make us more successful. Um, because we, in the, in the whole company, have, we have one golden rule. Everything we do must have um, the greatest possible impact of our business. And um, we are not going to build a sales team, for example, just um, to, to, to grow our team. Um, it, it needs to be um, profit, uh, profitable. And, um, also, the, the tracking of these is very difficult right now because we have to compare every KPI from the, from the personal target customers with some KPIs from the self-serve customers to prove success, to, um, you, to track both and um, to, to track the influence we have with customer success and uh, sales, for example. Yeah? And um, that is a great challenge to um, build up a um, personal touch model on this product-led growth model. 
Um, yeah, but um, I'm I'm optimistic um, that we that we can do that. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, th <laughs> I think you, you can much. figure it out, but yeah, it definitely is, so is something which is a great challenge yeah. uh, to switch there. And it's a good golden rule, but like a, a really, um, what was the golden rule? Every Everything you do has the best possible impact on the company, right? Right, right. Yeah. That, that's really uh, a great visionary uh goal and uh you you can align on but a, a pretty hard challenge for every decision you, you yes fell. yes pretty hard challenge and um on the other side um i think we we uh we were not there where we are when um when when we don't have this uh, golden rule so um we are we are very driven on this and um yeah only do um the Yeah, the, the, the things who have the greatest impact for us. No? Mm. Where you are today as a company, how many how many employees do you have and where you are on your success story with perspective? Yeah, actually we have um four thousand um customers in in, in, in DAC and um now want to move um on the on the English speaking market. Um That's the next great challenge for us as a company. Um, actually, we have um, 30, 30 um, employees. Um, so for, for the number of customers, a very small team, but we are um, very efficient. Yeah? And um, for, for every uh, process, um, yeah, um, or for, for every, every task, we have a, have a defined process and everything is um, yeah, automatically done. And um, therefore it works very good with this uh, small team. And yeah, it's uh, now our, our next step is um, to move um, to the English speaking market and, um, and grow further. Right? Mm. And you're, you're completely remote or hybrid or on-site? We are, we are completely, uh, we are completely remote company. Um, we, we work from different areas on the, uh, on the whole world and, um, yeah, but we, every quarter we, uh, we do a company, uh, or every second quarter we do a, a company offsite where we met, uh, each other and, um, also in the, in the different departments. And we do also, um, every second quarter and, and team offsite where we can met us, where we do our quarterly planning, for example, um, where we define our, our next goals and so on. So um, we have um, we have great um, uh, we have a great um, relationship um, between our, our teams. Mm. Yeah, I was I was following that a bit and we talked about uh, in our preparation for this podcast episode about how your company is structured and how everything is set up with processes, like you said. And I think there are a lot of companies out there that say like, yes, we have processes, uh, but um, I don't know, the next employee that needs an onboarding finds no process at all or an outdated Confluence page or whatever. But um, we talked about that a lot and you you showed some examples where you are you really have a structured company that is like built for scaling right with everything uh defined yeah one uh or another rule for us is that we um build everything up um where we know that that has a great impact for us and that works 
and then we um, we define all these processes. Um, we we defined um, the reporting, the whole the whole structure for for one topic, for one department, for example. And then um, when all this is done, we hire our first team member for this. And um, I think that is very important, um, yeah, to to manage this uh, scaling phase. Yeah, and especially handling four thousand clients, active uh, customers. Plus the the trial users you have, right? Those are four thousand active paying customers, and then you have the funnel with the trials, uh, with thirty people in the whole company. There are like uh, managers and developers, and how big is the customer success team? Actually, the whole customer success team uh, are seven team members. Um, Including me as uh, as a head of the department. Then we have one person for the for the sales onboarding area, um, another person for the retention area, and uh, four people in um, in support. Yeah. Mm. That, that that's a super big su success for anyone who maybe never have has worked in a startup or in a small company. Um, these people are really doing an insane level of scaling with. Uh, few people and are completely relaxed at least from the outside if i if i follow those relaxed offside uh, pictures on on linkedin or or your different statuses it looks everything like fun and chill but i i bet there's so much prioritization necessary because i know that you're building a company you're building processes you have the daily and operational work Uh, simultaneously and especially with client requests um, days can get pretty hectic I think yeah um, absolutely um, when with everything we do if it's the planning for the upcoming quarter or um, if it's uh, about daily tasks for example um, we um, we need to do a good prioritization um, of everything um, when there are um, yeah, 20, 20, um, 20 options on a list, um, what we can do, um, we, um, we need to, to define um, two of them we do uh, really and um, the other ones not. And um, that is very important um, for us. And there is the, there is, um, the, the golden rule again, because um, When we do something in the planning and there is a list of um, of uh, 20 topics, um, we focus, we have a very strong focus on um, these things uh, which have really the greatest impact for us. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's always a, a topic of prioritization. Every, every stay is endless, even if you try to work 12 hours or more every day. Uh, there's, there's an end to it. Um, so this is really successful, uh, what you do, um, and really, really a great thing you're working on. Do you have some tips if someone now might say, well, my company would need a customer success team? What, what would be the tips or little tricks you would tell that person to, to get into customer success? Um, I need, I think, I think when you, um, When you um, go to your boss and um, say, hey, let us build up customer success, that's very important to show um, how customer success um, can have a return on invest um, um, for your company. 
and um, and to show that customer success is really um, the 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 hot topic for the upcoming years because of of uh, layoffs and all these things. Um, I think um, many 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 founder many people out there um, um, already see in customer success uh, uh, um, a, a cost driver. Yeah, and but it is no cost driver because um, you have um, long-term progress um, also with a reactive part of customer support because um, you have a better relationship of our customer uh, of, of the customers um, and um, yeah you 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 see um, a better retention rate but also on these customer success side um, you can show um, very fast um, this impact now yeah? you can see uh, hey how many um, uh, customer did we upsell last month or last quarter? What was the was the retention rate? How many uh, ARR did we add? It? Uh, and um, I think it is very important to show that there um, that there are a lot of KPIs you can um, you can touch and um, to to make your own co um, company more successful. And when you um, can can do this and um, can um, yeah, can can work on this. That is uh, very successful for your for your own company. No? If I try to summarize that in one sentence, I would maybe say like the old phrase of it's it's cheaper to to uh, to retain a customer than to fi find a new new one, right? Um, and Especially, you, you mentioned that a couple of times now in this episode, uh, in 2023, where we see a lot of layoffs uh, in the tech environment, in the tech uh, business, where a lot of companies are having to lay off people. Uh, oftentimes, they do it in, in, yeah, in, in areas where you're maybe sales or partnership management, where you're not developing, like, okay, those people are not business critical, uh, we can let them lay them off and still grow. But there was one company I saw it in your LinkedIn feed, actually. I don't remember which. They fired the customer success team. And everybody was like, why do they want their customers to be unsuccessful now? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's a crazy thing to actually being in a, in a hard time with a company and then laying have to lay off your customer success team because that means your customers will not be successful in the future right Just... right but um, there are many um, many companies out there um, where the description um, of customer success is another one uh, than the description of me of from my side um, because um, many companies use customer success as, as a name for the uh, for the support department for example yeah and um, some some companies there um, say, hey, we have a we have a great product, and um, and we we need we didn't we don't need a um, customer support team because they can create a ticket in Zendesk, for example. Uh, um, from my side, I think that's the that's not the right way um, because um, every customer um, appreciate um, the contact um, to to the company, a personal contact. Um, and um, yeah, therefore, I think the, the very successful companies uh, uh, should have customer success in place. There's nothing more 
unsatisfying than being a customer. And we are all customers from a lot of companies and brands, right? Uh, when you have a uh, some issue with a product or service you purchased and then go from that marketing communication, which is all positive and all fluffy, you actually have to, to somehow um, communicate your problem to that company and you're not finding where to give the feedback and then you are in a contact form and then it takes a couple of days until you hear something and then you maybe just get a response that is not helping you at all. I had the issue, um, maybe I tell that story, my, my TV broke down, break down last week and it was, it was a failure in updating the system. So this TV goes on in the middle of the night and wants to update itself. Then the update failed and it was just restarting for days. I have two little kids. They want to watch their favorite series. The TV is not working. It was a nightmare, right? So um, I searched online forums. I searched everything. There were only wrong answers to that particular issue. And I didn't was I, I was not even motivated to reach out to that super big brand because I knew... I will waste hours and not get an answer to my problem. And then I found my, my answer in a Reddit forum, actually, and it took five minutes. So that that's like hours wasted versus just getting, getting a helpful advice. Um, but if you have a customer success, success team or support team that is actually able to react in time, to give valuable answers and solve a problem, I would love that brand. But... Yes. Yeah. And, um, and something I would like to add, um, a great topic in, uh, in this customer success uh, topic is um, the, the topic of expectation management. When you, um, when you come to a website and see a, a shiny, nice product um, that, um, that gives you um, clear expectations, um, you um, you want a good product, you see, hey, that, that can give me an, um, a positive ROI. And um, there's a very high expectation. And the, the job of, um, of customer success from customer support of customer support is also to, um, to reach these expectations. But um, if, you, if you don't reach the, these expectations, the customer will turn sometime. And, um, and that's one, one um, important topic you have to uh, keep in mind um, every, everyone who works in, in support and, and success you have to met the expectation of the customer yeah. yeah that's that's super important especially when marketing builds the expectations really 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 high and you just can lose that fight um, so the, the product and support experience has to meet these expectations um, is there any trend, um, and that would be the last question because before we come back to your three little lies you told us, or the, the, the two little, uh, the one little lie, um, how, how do you see the future of customer success? success? Is there anything um, which is happening in the near future or where the journey is going? I think, um, yeah, I, I mentioned that um, customer success uh, will be more important in the future um, because all these uh, subscription-based uh, companies, uh, um, yeah, 
need to to retain um, the, their customers because um, everyone I talk to um, says, hey, we have a lot of, of tools in usage and now we take a look in it and um, we only work uh, further with the tools um, which have a massive impact for us. Yeah? Um, and um, therefore, I think many, many tools in the, in the, in the next uh, month, next year, um, um, will be cancelled from the customers, and only the the the, the software with the with the well, or the companies with the best product with the best service uh, will be uh, in place, and therefore um, customer success is the best position um, to deliver that and um, and retain the customer. And um, I think um, actually the the whole the whole software as a service um, um, area, yeah. Um, there, there is a little bit of filter in now. Um, only the the best ones um, scale further, and also the the uh, investors, um, yeah, um, give their give their money not to to every SaaS company um, like three or four years ago, and um, therefore it will be very important to have a good product, good success, good sales, and um, and give the customer also an, an, um, a great um, ROI and um, when you deliver that, you are attractive for for investors. Um, you are attractive for new customers, and I think um, in case of this, customer success has an important role. And um, yeah, and that will be the future. Again, a very good answer on why customer success is, uh, yeah, important for these kind of companies and drive overall company success, especially the investor thing. Um, is really, really true where we are now in different times than a couple of years ago. And uh, you need to prove the return on investment differently. And customer success definitely helps uh, to grow. And yeah, I will have a look on which, which SaaS models or businesses, companies are scaling in the future. So I know they have a good customer success in place, which are, which <laughs> right. are stagnant, um, where probably retention rates and all the metrics you mentioned uh, are not as good as they could be. Right. Thank you very much, Dennis, for your insights on customer success. Uh, really, really insightful. Um, before we uh, end this episode, we still have to uh, riddle out your little lie you told us. So <laughs> can you please repeat uh, your two truths, one lie for us? Yes, you're welcome. The first one was um, I used to be a policeman. Number two was um, that I almost became a car designer. And number three was that I realized very early uh, in my life that, um, yeah, I have a great passion for software marketing and social media. Mm, okay, they're hard. They're hard. Um, <laughs> and I know you a little bit, so but that doesn't make it more easy. I know you love cars. What are you driving at the moment? <laughs> Actually, I'm driving uh, an Alfa Romeo Giulia. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I saw that. Uh, I I saw your stories around that car. It's a beautiful car. It's a coupe, right? Thank you. <laughs> it's a coupe. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very family friendly car. I see where you absolutely the, yeah, the, yeah, the best yeah. car for wife and two kids. kids. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it really impressed me. Um, okay, so you love love a nice car. Um, 
passionate about social media and communications. I know that you're passionate now and you're one of a one of the people uh, which are I would say the most passionate, especially about customer success and the clients and, and to thrive in that. I know you post nearly how often do you post on LinkedIn? Um, the last weeks, uh, not uh, so much, but um, the yeah, usually um, a minimum of three posts per week. Three posts per week. It's insane. You have to love it to, to post in that frequency. <laughs> um, yeah, and the policeman, I think you said you need an entrepreneurial thinking to work in customer success and strive there. I don't know if policemen have uh, that an entrepreneurial thinking and maybe uh, have some yeah uh, some some rules they want to follow and not to to riddle through through success um so my bet would be uh you are the car designers will i you were have not been close to become a car well depends on how <laughs> well i know okay 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 guys i i cannot play this game to the fullest because i know dennis so much um <laughs> the car designer is a lie because you have an apprenticeship as car mechanic so you work with cars but you don't design it on a scratchboard but you maybe have worked in uh like a carrosserie chassis design or something like that um You're passionate about social <laughs> media, but I think not from the beginning. I think that is, but you were early adopter at the agency you worked on. So that mm. those were the 2010-ish years. So that's pretty early for the average user. <laughs> um, well, and yeah, what about the police? So I don't know. I, I, I would say the car designers will lie. No, you're not right. Um oh. I'm yeah, never right. I, I, you're never right. I no. um, I used to be a policeman, but um, um, yeah, your your um, your description um, why the policeman is not the right job for me was very good. Yes, <laughs> and um, number two, um, yeah, um, it it was possible that I become a car designer. Um, in, really? in my early years after school, yeah, and um, I love to um, to make uh, sketches of, of uh, cars and um, yeah, but but um, only a, a few people know that. And, yeah, I, um, I, all those years, <laughs> and you never told me you can sketch cars. You betrayed yeah. me. Okay, now I know. Yeah, and the lie is um, that I realized uh, very early in my life that software marketing and social media are my passion. Um, I, I, I do this now, or I have a passion for this uh, since uh, 2012. Um, but um, until then, until um, 2012, um, I, I really don't know what I like to do. <laughs> and uh, I, have a, I have a passion uh, for nothing. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then in the 2012, I, I realized um, that um, this whole area um, makes makes a lot of fun and um, and develop my passion for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also something which you cover uh, sometimes on your LinkedIn profile. So mm -hmm. 
um, the case of um, what is more important, enthusiasm and enjoying what you do or your academical background. And you're definitely mm -hmm. a big supporter of uh, do what you love and get good at it. I don't care about your resume or your school grades or whatever, right? Right, right, absolutely. Wow, I'm so terrible at this game. I should stop playing <laughs> this game. In no episode I'm able to identify the law, but that maybe is because you guys are also good liars. I don't know. Uh, just kidding. Um, yeah. Dennis, <laughs> thank you very, very much for being a guest in this, uh, being the guest in this episode. I really enjoyed learning about customer success. Uh, for everybody who enjoyed listening to this episode, uh, go to perspective.co. Um, if you want to learn more about the company and the product which is which Dennis is working on or follow him on LinkedIn if you want to uh, see the content he puts out there because he really loves social media and publishes three posts a week. It was a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Marcus. Appreciate. The Online Marketing Cabin is brought to you by Impside, Europe's biggest WordPress agency. If you run a website or online shop or are in need of a WordPress or WooCommerce plugin, Impsight is your go-to agency for solutions on an enterprise scale.